Big win for the University of Utah over Washington. I think a couple of years ago, Utah would have lost that game. Yeah. Coach Witt reshuffled the deck with the offensive line, fixed what was the problem, and then Tyler Huntley went to work. When yeah. he had an opportunity to do it, he stepped up and got it done. Great coaching, and then great job from the players to never quit and win the game. Tyler Huntley is a freaking stud. Think about his improvement in his time at Utah. Andy Ludwig deserves a lot of credit for that, but he deserves the credit for turning himself into a real quarterback. He can lead his team to victory, and that's exactly what he did. Count me impressed. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated. Conversation around here, Chris, of course, is Mike Conley's struggles. Can you talk about what's going on with Mike and what you expect going forward? It's hard to say exactly what's going on, except you do have to remember Mike Conley has played, for the most part, one style for much of his professional career. And coming to the Jazz, trying to adjust as the playmaker in Quinn Snyder's offense and finding chemistry with Donovan Mitchell, I think those are real things. I won't say I'm not shocked that Mike's had the troubles he's had, but I do think that he's too talented, too smart, and too good a basketball player not to figure it out. BYU smashed Utah State, and I know the wheels were wobbling with the Aggies a little bit coming into this game, but that is not the outcome I anticipated. BYU just ran over the Aggies. They sure did. BYU's defense has struggled against the run, limiting the Aggies to 127 rushing yards, and the offense, they have 418 passing yards in that game. This is now BYU beating two out of their three rivals. Are you extend Kalani or don't extend Kalani? There are some things that could be done better, but I think he should be extended. I think he's the right man for the job, and I didn't need to see that game to think it. Did you know that Salt Lake County Jail has Google reviews? I did not know that. A lot of four, five-star reviews? It's got overall three stars and 57 reviews. How about this one? If you have to go to jail, it's okay. However, the food is not the best, and customer service stinks. However, the ankle monitor staff provides excellent motivation not to go back to this establishment. Wow. Okay. How about this five-star? The officers were very nice, handcuffed me quite gently, even turned on the AC for me. I'm recommending this place to friends and family from now on. Five out of five. Definitely getting arrested here again. <laughs> Stuart Mandel of The Athletic. Where are you at on the Utes right now? They've been very impressive. This is the first time in years that they have a quarterback who's extremely efficient. Right now, I'd say he's been the best quarterback in the Pac-12 this season. I think they're in really good shape as long as he stays healthy, Zach Moss stays healthy. I fully expect to see them in Santa Clara, and I would be if they were to beat Oregon, if all that happened, do they have a shot at a playoff spot? At the very least, they would be in the thick of it, and the fact that they would probably beat a top-10 team in the Pac-12 championship game would certainly help. What local athlete would make a great representative in office? Well, athletes, there's one obvious answer. Who? Donovan Mitchell comes to mind, no? <laughs> I think he's a really good communicator. He seems very smart. He's 22 years old. We're talking about athletes, Gordon. We're not talking about 60-year-olds. They're all young. <laughs> I know, but some have a little more experience than that. What are you, an ageist? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, young people are smart, too. What is he, Boomer? <laughs> well, he's 22. Uh-huh. He couldn't possibly know how to do anything. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Typical but... baby Boomer rhetoric right, right. there. Yep. <laughs> not at all. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Chad! Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. (laughs) 
is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's, it's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live at Bullfrog Spas here in Bluffdale. Thanks to the world-famous Papa P for dropping by. Always good to see Papa P. Thanks for Andrew coming by, too. He's a long-time listener. I hope I got that name right. I thought that's what he said. He said he was had been in the military, and he used to listen to the show just for a taste of home. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We, our listeners are unbelievable. They are. Awesome. And, and we've already met a bunch today, and uh, we'd love to see more. So come on by and see us. Great job, Austin, on Sound of the Week right there. Brought to you by Homie. Buying or selling a home, Homie will give you uh, up to $5,000 back to help with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. Com. Uh, we're going to talk to Howard Beck coming up here momentarily. Of course, your NBA Daily Assist brought to you by our friends at Lee's Heating and Air. Call 747-LEE's for all of your heating needs. And uh, it's, you know, the NBA, the, this season is off to a, a big start when it comes to storylines, Gordon. It feels like uh, we've had a ton to talk about uh, with all of our NBA Daily Assist guests. We have, and not to mention the action on the court. I mean, that's been kind of... It hasn't all run according to script, but that makes it even better. And, of course, uh, the Jazz have a game tonight against the Bucks. Uh, pre-game will start at 6 o'clock, and we'll be live here uh, from Bullfrog Spas. But right now, let's, uh, let's talk to Howard Beck. Austin, hit it. It's time for your NBA Daily Assist. Now, senior NBA writer for Bleacher Report, Howard Beck. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. NBA Daily Assist brought to you by Lee's Heating and Air. Call 747-LEE's for all of your heating needs. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. He joins us each week from the Bleacher Report. He's our good friend Howard Beck. Hi, Howard. How are you? Good evening, gentlemen. Good. How are you? Uh, We're fantastic. And I, I don't know how high this bar is, but I think Howard might be the smartest person we have on our air. Now, I don't know how much uh, of a compliment that is, Howard. But I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm worried for the intellect, the capacity of your other guests. If that's the case. <laughs> uh, Howard, uh, we love having you on, of course, and we love to get your take on the Utah Jazz. And right off the bat, um, you know, they had a big win against Philadelphia. They had some trouble on the boards uh, against the Clippers before that, but they seem to kind of tighten it up, and that that's a really big win. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, look, uh, the one thing I will say, and I will probably repeat myself throughout the season when I'm talking to you guys, is that um, the the Jazz, uh, we, we know exactly what they are, what they have. Um, there's there's nothing to really pick apart and say, like, you know, this team lacks any particular item, any, any you know, basketball skill, any kind of – you're not going to say, well – if they only had more, they, they, they're fine. They're like a really good, solid, deep roster. And what we're going to judge them on week after week from now until the spring and we're assessing their readiness to contend is going to be how do they match up with the most talented teams in the conference or in the league for that matter, um, but especially in the conference because we know the star power of the two L.A. teams and we know that Denver also is a team that's, that's built like the Jazz are on a lot of just really you know, good talents uh, and depth, but not with the, the you know, top five type talent and top ten type talent uh, that we see in L.A. So 
can they hang with those guys? Can they beat them? Um, how do they deal with, especially defending guys like when it, when they're going to have to play against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George simultaneously? How will they deal with with uh, that? Or do they have enough wing defense? You know, how do they deal with uh, you know LeBron and AD, and you know on and on. Um, it's, it's those are not doubts about them. It's just that's the bar that they have to be measured by, and for going to to put them in that same sentence of Western Conference contenders. Howard, that question about Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, I bet every team is wondering what that's going to be like. Do we know when he'll be back, Paul George? I'm sorry, I get a bit, uh, lost you for a second there. Do we know when Paul George will be back? Uh, well, my good friend and yours, Sam Amick, reported recently that I think it, they were targeting a, a, an upcoming road trip, um, maybe about a week out, and that, that was a possibility. So it seems like it's close. Um, the initial uh, estimates in the preseason were that he was going to miss the first 10 or so games. So it seems like they're right on track with, with that uh, projection from the preseason. So I think we'll see him back pretty soon. And I think that you know, this will be the real interesting test for the Clippers and, and for Paul George. You know, one, what kind of shape is he in? Basketball shape? Um, is there any lingering effect of those, those shoulder surgeries? Is that going to be a concern? Uh, I don't expect that he'll be a load management candidate, but who knows? He's a mid-career star, and if they think that it's best to kind of nurse him along, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they do that. But they're going to need to get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George out there together soon. Um, I, I think that they're a seamless fit, and I don't think they're going to have any issues in terms of you know distribution of, of shots and possessions, usage rate. I think they're a far cleaner fit than, say, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. But you still need to actually do it. They still need the actual time on the court playing with each other, playing off of each other, and just seeing what the rhythm is like and if they can you know you know get get accustomed to each other's games um because they both are great both on and off the ball and, and so they'll have like i say i don't think there's any issue there but you you still have to have that time together so uh it's important to get him back soon i think and you want as much runway time in the regular season as you can so that you really have all that that uh, trust and rhythm created before you get to the spring that's one of the things that we have learned in watching what's going on with the Jazz with Mike Conley. We're still waiting for Mike Conley. We know what kind of professional he is. We know what his capabilities are. But they're still sort of bringing him in and trying to get him comfortable here. And I'm not sure it's a, it's a complete process yet. This is going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, you know, it takes longer in some places than others. I mean, who knows? Mike Conley was in Memphis for so long in, in a familiar environment, in a familiar system for the most part, a consistent system for most of his time there. And it's just, you know, it's not that he didn't have, you know, teammates come and go over the years. Of course he did, like anybody. But it's not the same as plunking yourself in the midst of a, of a completely new situation um, and, and, you know, kind of starting over for the first time in his career. It's rare for guys to, to last that long in one place anymore. Um you know, and as I think I alluded to last week, you know, there's always going to be a little bit of the how much of this is age creeping in. And, you know, that's a fair question until it isn't. You know, when we see the old Mike Conley reemerge soon and he gets in a rhythm and he's looking great, and we'll say, okay, it, it, it was just a matter of him, you know, getting back up to speed and, and acclimating to a new environment. 
But if it lingers longer, you're going to have to start to wonder whether this is the mileage counting. Howard Beck from the Bleacher Report with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Howard, Giannis and the Bucks are in town to play the Jazz tonight. And the other night against the Clippers, uh, Giannis, I believe, was four of seven from three, something like that. If he could do that consistently, the whole league's in trouble, right? <laughs> I mean, the league's in trouble anyway with Giannis, obviously. But, uh, yes, uh, you know, it is kind of the, the one gap in his game. And, you know, he's... Uh, unlike Ben Simmons, Giannis at least is willing to take shots, uh, mid-range shots as well as threes, and willing to miss them, and he's going to make some. And so as a result of that, defenses have to honor that and at, at least you know, uh, feign some interest in his, in his jump shooting and in his mid-range to, to, to perimeter game. Whereas with Ben Simmons, you know you can just play off of him because he's probably not going to take any of those shots anyway. So um, Giannis... Clearly has been you know, working hard at that three-point shot. He's made it very clear, uh, both in actions and words, that that's something that he wants to have in his arsenal. And, yeah, he's practically unguardable anyway. With a three-point shot, there's just nothing you're going to be able to do with him. It's, it's kind of a, uh, analogous to you know, uh, the, the um, early to mid-stages of LeBron's career when he added a better three-point shot and then added a post-game and went from being – a guy who you know just got that head of steam and you just couldn't stop him from coming at you like a freight train, which is what Giannis is as well. To making sure he doesn't catch me, you know, coming off the dribble or in transition, I gotta go wait. I gotta go sit out there now and, and make sure that I'm that I'm set and can get a hand up in case he's gonna shoot it. And now while I'm honoring that, he might also just blow by me. And that's you know, Giannis going four of seven from three is a really scary sight for the rest of the league. Howard, uh, you mentioned load management there, and uh, we've probably asked you about it before, but we'll go on asking you. Uh, I'm curious for our listeners to hear your thoughts on that. We understand both sides of it. I mean, you're uh, competitively, you want to win a championship and you want to preserve talent and all that sort of thing. On the other hand, you have paying customers who want to see these guys play. Doc Rivers gets the Clippers fined $50,000 for saying that Kawhi Leonard feels fine after they said he had a, a problem with his knee or whatever. What do you make of this whole thing, and how do you think it's going to play out? It's a really, really tough uh, issue for the league because this is a league that under Adam Silver has made it a hallmark to value player care, player welfare, to you know do everything possible to alleviate some of the, the, the most onerous, the most taxing parts of the schedule by you know cutting down the number of back-to-backs and, and eliminating four games in five nights and cutting, I think they've eliminated five and seven also, or they've cut it way back. They've done everything possible to try to, to benefit the players and their health because, hey, look, ultimately that's benefit to the league. Quality of play should be better if guys are better rested and not getting hurt as often. There is science to show that you know, fatigue can lead to injury. And so if you can avoid extreme fatigue, maybe you can avoid injury, and now you're protecting your greatest asset, these incredibly talented uh, elite athletes. And since they're also making more than they've ever made before, then you know, it's in the owner's interest to want to protect them as well. Because if you're you know, giving a guy a $180 million contract, of course you're going to want to get as much as possible out of it. And if that means a game off on a given night, but in return you're getting his best on you know those most important nights in April, May, and potentially June, or you're getting you know uh, ten years of his peak 
instead of just eight or whatever it may be, then that's a worthwhile trade-off. And so there's no reason to doubt the logic behind it. What the, where the problem comes in, of course, as we've seen again and again and did again this week with, with the Clippers and Kawhi is, but what about the fans? And what about that one trip you make to the opposite conference, you know, to, to a given city, and those fans who have spent their hard-earned money to come see Kawhi Leonard or Paul George or LeBron James or whoever? So that's, that's a tough balance for the league. But obviously the, the, it, it's one where they're leaning more toward player welfare than, uh, than, than fan service. Um, and counting on fans to just kind of understand. Now, they've built in some rules about notification of, of, of the league and, and you know, uh, not you know, trying to, to avoid sitting guys on nationally televised games and all these other things. But it's hard. And I think how, just, just how hard it is was showed the other night because, on the one hand, the NBA said the Clippers were within the rules in uh, resting Kawhi Leonard under load management principles at the same time finding them for something that, that Doc Rivers said. I thought it was a completely bizarre situation. I, I'm not sure the league handled that very well. I, I tweeted that this was just a really weird statement by them because they spent an entire paragraph saying, the Clippers complied with all the rules. Nevertheless, we're finding them $50,000. <laughs> and they didn't really explain why. And I understand it. It was because Doc Rivers sent out the wrong message. But Doc Rivers probably, and I'm just talking out of my rear here, I think Doc was probably telling the truth. And that's what he got fined for. I think Doc was probably revealing, listen, we're just, we're, this is just simply like we want to rest him and make sure we don't overdo it. And this is just a, a scheduled game off for him. And what the league doesn't want is for it ever to seem so cavalier that it's just teams saying, yeah, we're just resting a guy tonight because that, that can look bad for the league. They would rather it be that there's an injury listed, even if it's a fake injury, even if it's just a overly, over, being overly precautious about a prior injury, which is kind of the case with Kawhi, because this is a two-year-old, you know, condition we're talking about now. Um, but I, I just, I think that the way that that played out the other night shows just how tricky this is for the league. Howard, great stuff as always. Thank you so very much for jumping on with us. We'll catch you next week and enjoy the basketball this weekend. Thanks, Howard. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Talk to you then. Thanks, Howard. Howard Beck. Check out his work, of course, at the Bleacher Report. Uh, what he said on load management, you and I have discussed this, hacked through it a, a number of times. It is complicated, Jake. It is. And maybe it's only specific to certain teams. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, Kawhi does have this problem, I guess. But it's so early in the season that it, it, it seems he mentioned that the descriptive word, it seems cavalier. It does. Well, I, I don't think anything will be done about it until the players themselves do something about it because, uh, you know. The, They're not going to do anything about what, it. What's the NBA going to do about it? What's what's uh, What a franchise is going to do about it? I mean, you, you could be Michael Jordan, I guess, and tell your players that you're playing every game. But in all honesty, they could just, well, like we said the other day, they could just, uh, I've got an ingrown toenail. I can't play tonight. <laughs> I mean, whatever. You ever had an ingrown toenail? I oh, haven't, but I've, I've heard I, uh, I've heard they're awful. I mean, I'm not sure that I've ever really had a proper one. Austin, you have? Yeah, worst pain I've ever been in. I'm oh. not even kidding. It's horrendous. Yeah, do you, it's bad. Do you, what do you do? You go to the podiatrist? What, I, mean, I just do, went or, to my PCP, and he performed a little in-office uh, surgery there. He put a – in fact, the, the pain of the toenail was bad, but then when he injects that uh, uh, numbing stuff directly into your toe knuckle – 
that'll <laughs> that'll make you just want to wish you weren't there. Well, that's your fault for for trusting a, a guy on PCP to to take care of your toenail. I think we had a miscommunication there. <laughs> well, no, I just no. hear Austin talking about some dude on PCP. <laughs> hey, I go where I go. All right, healthcare in this country is a debate we can have another time, Jake. If you'd like, I don't. Oh, primary that, care physician. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, so yeah, <laughs> that's the lingo. So, Austin, I'm just wondering, next time you're just going to have him remove the whole toe? I'm not even kidding. I'll go to the, the shed, get a, a lopper out, and take care of it myself. <laughs> a lopper? <laughs> what is the? What exactly is a lopper? You know, it lops toes off. Huh? Okay. All right. Oh, wow. What do you do? What do you use? Uh, a lopper. That? I mean, that's... I mean, is it... Is what do you it a, call them? Is, <laughs> I know, but what Green kind of... Green thumbs? What, what do you call a, them? What kind of equipment are they using? A hatchet? At well, the, that's why I asked what a lopper was. Well, I think he's talking... A lopper is the guy who's swinging oh, that's the, the that's, right. No. It's a, it's a tool. <laughs> is it? I don't yes, know. rubes. Rubes. <laughs> what is a lopper? It lops things. <laughs> What's it look like? Uh, giant pair of scissors, uh, hedge cutters. I don't know. What do you call them? Hedge cutters. Ooh, hedge trimmers. It'd be tough to lose a toe with hedge trimmers. That'd be rough. <laughs> All right, real quick. I uh, want to remind you about our friends at uh, Syringa Networks. Verizon or XO customers, if you were recently notified that some of your telecommunications services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks. Syringa is Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They have a full range of services. Call them today, 385-420-7881. That number again, 385-420-7881. Syringa Networks. Got a chainsaw. Well, more coming up next, live from uh, Bullfrog Spas. In fact, uh, we need uh, we need to talk to Dan. Dan, yeah, uh, we saw, saw Dan him. come in. He he was traveling today. A traveling man, back in back in town. Nice enough, of course, to host the big show. Uh, Bullfrog Spas, come uh, come join us. We're at their Bluffdale location, six sixty eight West, one hundred forty six South. In fact, just west of I fifteen. Just jump off exit two eighty eight toward Bluffdale and our good friend Dan joins the show now. Dan, first yes. of all, it's great to see you. How are things? Good. It's, got, it's great to be here. You got a hat on. We were kind of expecting a lampshade coming in from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. We wondered yeah. if you were down there having a good time. We were having a, we were having a good time. We had a, a big part of our Bullfrog Spas team in New Orleans uh, this week launching twenty all new 2020 product. So oh, Awesome. That's so, exciting. Yeah. So uh, uh, once a year we uh, have a big industry trade show. It was in New Orleans this year and it's it's fun to take this Utah company on the road and, and uh, show the hot tub industry what's new. We continue to innovate and really be the leader in in product and product innovation, technology, that that type of thing, and do, do other do other companies bow when you come in because you are the leader in technology with these we, things? We definitely open we definitely open some eyes uh, in the in the hot tub business uh, each year when we you know when we show new products and you know new ways of thinking about uh, about the backyard hot tub. So and that's. It's what brings us here today, actually. So this this is the time of year that, uh, in order to get ready for next year's production, we clear our warehouses and sell. You know, this year's models what what's left, and uh, as we've introduced some new product for next year, that means that the prices on 2019 product now 
helped her off a little bit. We're taking big discounts, as you've been talking about uh, throughout the afternoon here, and it's a great time to get ready for the winter hot tubbing season. Yeah, those 2020s, they got to go somewhere. They, that's right. <laughs> they got to go somewhere. That, that, that's right. And so you'll, you'll notice that we've got a, a big tent set up out in front of our Bluffdale factory here with, with some of the 2019 models there. Some are on the uh, showroom floor here, and it's a great opportunity to come in and, and look at a, you know, a display model, a scratch and dent, that type of thing. Uh, you'll have savings of up to $3,500. Uh, we have a great deal worked out with our financing partner, 0% interest for 36 months OAC. So, it, you know, Gordon, we've talked about this a lot of times. There's, there's never a there's never an off season for hot tubbing, right? Like yeah. we, we use ours year round. I know you use yours year round, but, but fall and winter are really the best, I think. So this is a great time to be thinking about putting that, uh, putting that hot tub in your backyard. It sounds funny, Dan, but to, to sit in your hot tub when there are snowflakes falling on your head, it sounds, it sounds weird, right? But, it is, but it's the greatest, it right? Is, it is. Jake, you got you to get one. You gotta get one. Well, trust me, it's it's been discussed around the, the Scott household. <laughs> that is that is for sure. That's good. Six sixty eight west, one hundred forty six south. You you don't know the half of it, Dan. It's been seriously <laughs> d- discussed. Uh, it's it's high up the list on the home improvement uh, the uh, plans. It's a quality of life so. thing. I mean, that's what I look at. It, it is. I mean, you you hear us talk about peaceful body, peaceful mind, peaceful home, and for us, those you know, it's not just it's not just a slogan. It's not just buzzwords. We we really this business for us. It's we don't consider ourselves just a manufacturing business. We're, we're, we're trying to help people improve their lives a little bit, have a place to relax, have a place to escape from the craziness of the world, and maybe most importantly, a place to connect with their loved ones that is kind of out of the chaos of day-to-day life. So here, here. You're going to love it. 668 West, 146 South End. Thank you so much. Thank you. Jordan Pendleton joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. So there's a big movement in this country called resistance, and I don't want to get political with you because I know you don't care, but I have a feeling you're going to resist what I tell you here. I got to have you shoot more, Joe. It's as simple as that. Uh, cool. Next question. Do not. Re- See, you're resisting it. I knew you would. Come on, man. I need you. We need you, Joe. It's the ultimate. That's the ultimate resistance right there. <laughs> I just hang up every time you are. Uh, <laughs> Joe, we want to talk field goal attempts. I, Click. I definitely can be more aggressive, and I'm still trying to figure it out. They're coming off the bench and, and when to be aggressive and when not to, and I'll shoot when I'm open. We can live with that. Oh, yeah. Catch jazz man Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous, then I'm through with you. I burn, burn like a Welcome back. It is the big show. I'm Gordon Monson. Jake Scott is here somewhere. Here he comes. 
Uh, Jordan Pendleton will join our show. We'll talk with him about some BYU football coming up. Also, we have to, at some point, get back to my list, Jake, because... I got. Uh, I think I got eight or nine more items. All right, that are most important that we need to get to. So. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to be. Uh, didn't mean to stand you up there, Gordon. Excellent no, intro, fun. might I add. I mean, uh, just terrific work. All right, let's talk a little BYU football. Uh, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Get one hundred dollars off the redesigned Apple Watch Four with a new line of service. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, he's former Cougar. Joins us each and every week. Jordan Pendleton with us on the Big Show. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Good. How you guys doing? Hey, we're uh, we're doing terrifically well. Uh, talk about uh, BYU and what happened against Utah State, Jordan. I, I mean, uh, I expected a closer game. Let me put it that way. I uh, I thought BYU certainly had a chance in that one, but to absolutely blow them away, you had to be impressed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's been a couple weeks since I've talked with you guys, and I, I like even the last two weeks playing Boise State and and Utah State. We've really looked like a an entirely different team. I, I'm with you. I thought going in, you know, going into Logan, it's, it's a tough environment. They got a really, I mean, I, I love their fan base. I think they got awesome fans. And, and for how small their stadium is, they really, it really doesn't sound like it when you're there. It's, it's a great environment to play in. And, and you know, they've, they've beaten up on us the last couple of years. And so I was, I was expecting it to be a lot closer and, and honestly was shocked at how well we played on both sides of the ball. And it, it was a huge, huge win for us, uh, especially coming off of a, you know, a, a grinding win against Boise State the week before. So it, it was, it was really fun to watch, and it was, it was fun to see BYU be dominant again against Utah State. So Jordan, we all watched the game. We saw what happened. But from your perspective, as a football expert. What stands out to you that is going right for BYU now, above all other things? Honestly, in the last couple of weeks, it's been winning the turnover battle. Um, you know, when we played Boise State, it was the turnover. Like, we, we made some turnovers happen on defense. And, it, it, like, if that, court, you know, if that quarterback doesn't throw those interceptions, it's an entirely different game. And, and our defense has made plays, and they've come up with turnovers. And it's, it's totally a game changer. And then on the offensive side, you know, we, we haven't – turn the ball over and and when you can do that consistently it's when you can win the turnover battle it's it it puts you in a good position to win the football game and I think the last two weeks that's what's happened that's been the the big difference and then I just I think we've we've switched up some play calling on offense like our play calling on offenses look different we've we've done some exciting things we've put people in certain situations to make plays and I think our quarterback play from top to bottom has been awesome I I think um, both both backup quarterbacks have have looked exceptional I think Baylor has done a really good job going in I mean he's our third stringer and you wouldn't even you wouldn't even think that he was a third stringer he's playing like a starter Um, but but mainly our, our defense is getting a lot more pressure they're making plays and then our offense is um you know that they're they're coming out and they're they're being creative and they're doing things that put us in a position to to get points on the board, and you combine those things, um, it's been really fun to watch the last couple of weeks. 
Jordan Pendleton is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jordan, let's uh, flip over and talk a little bit about the defense. And as a former linebacker, I want to get your thoughts. The the linebackers lately have been playing very well, but not just tackling. The linebackers are getting a ton of interceptions. Are you impressed with what you're seeing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, You know, I think, um, you know, we it, – it's got to be like one of two things. We, we need linebackers that can – get after the quarterback and put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, which is kind of what we had in the past uh, when we ran a 3-4. Or, or you need linebackers that are, that are great in coverage. They're good in getting in the, into those windows. They're good at disguising and making the quarterback think that, you know, they're, they're going somewhere else, and then they drop back right underneath the routes. And I think we've done a really good job the last couple of weeks of, of being in the right position, and we've got some, you know, pretty athletic linebackers that are – that have have been able to make plays and and th- those interceptions that we're getting is is a total game changer. Um, it, it changes the field position. It changes everything. Even if we don't score after the turnover, it's still, it still it still is a momentum shift for sure. And um, it, it's been good to see our linebackers be able to make some plays the last couple of weeks to help the team win. I want to circle back on what you said about uh, a turnover margin. And I had a, a, the opportunity to talk with Jay Hill up at Weber State earlier this week. And he said uh, that there is a formula for success, essentially. And that was one of the first things he said. He said, you got to play tough defense. He said, you have to attack on offense and you cannot turn the ball over. And, and I thought... You know, I mean, yeah, that, 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 that that's something that we all sort of know, except for a lot of teams don't do that or they don't stress it or they are not uh, able to pull it off. And I guess I agree with that, man. When you're handing your opponent the ball on your own 30-yard line, you're going to lose. Yeah, it, it really it, it changes the whole dynamic of the game. I mean, if you look – if you look at, you know, if we're talking about the NFL, if you look at the New England Patriots this year and what they've been able to do on defense, it's, it's incredible. And, and that's why they're, they're seeing so much success. I mean, they have, I, I feel like they have a touchdown on defense every single game. And, and when you can score on defense or at least put your offense in a, in a position that they can score easily, it really changes the, the dynamic of the game because now – you know, instead of having to earn those points, like hard-earned points by driving the ball down 80 yards and, and putting up drive after drive, when, when you get turnovers like that, it, it, one, it changes the, the momentum. It deflates the other team, and then it, it gives you a higher percentage of putting points on the board. And if you can do that consistently, that you're going to be a hard team to beat. You know, that was one of our main pillars uh, when we played. That was our – we had three pillars – and turnover battle was was one of those three things. I mean, we really emphasized getting the ball out, um, you know, stripping the ball, sacking. Like, we, we it wasn't good enough to sack the quarterback. Like, if you were going to sack him, get the ball out of his hands. And, and, and I think when you stress that and your team buys into that, it changes the game. You, you can re- it's really hard to it's really hard to get beat when you, you're you're winning that turnover margin. So with that in mind, uh, now, Jordan, BYU moves on to face Liberty this week. And, you know, you face two rivals in Boise State and Utah State. Easy, certainly, to get up for those games. How do you get up for these games like Liberty, where you still certainly have to keep your eye on the ball to get these, uh, to get these wins? 
Yeah, you know, I, I think BYU's in a position right now where, uh, you know, they've, they've gotten back up to, uh, are they 500 right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, so so they've gotten back up to 500, and in, in, in our standards and, and the fans and our, you know, the fan standards, that's still not good. And so I think they still have a lot to, to prove. And I think this is a game where they know going into it, into it that they should win the game, but it's no, it's no time to let off the gas. I mean, this is a time to, you know, really push on the pedal and, and get better in this game. You come out and execute, and that's, that's what makes a, a good team great is being able to elevate your level of competitiveness and execution even when you're playing a crappy team. And, and if they can go out and, and blow these guys out, it's just going to it's gonna be a snowball effect. It's going to keep adding momentum to their team, and, and that's what they need right now because at the end of the day, we're still 500, and, and we need to go get a win. Jordan, thank you as always for jumping on with us. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Awesome, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Jordan Pendleton. Check out uh, if uh, you've got a young athlete in your life or maybe you want to get in shape, PendletonPerformance.com. I didn't ask him about uh, Jaron Hall and what his advice would be for him with the concussion thing, but that's a concern. And it really comes down to Baylor Romney, doesn't it? Because Zach Wilson's not going to play in this game. It, it doesn't look like it, no. And, and Jaron, would he be in a position to be able to play after a, two concussions? Uh, I would guess no. I, I mean, but that's, you know, that's just a guess. But I, I would think you know, two games that he's played in in a row to get concussion, you know, you probably want to be extra careful with that, I would guess. In fact, I I, I would think he's probably asking himself some tough questions about his future. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're a parent, isn't that, isn't that what you would uh, – obviously, he wants to play football, and he's really good at it. But you got to have so, the conversation. Yeah, yeah. you got to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, Bart Romney uh, and, and or Bill Romney uh, – uh, uh, Brad Romney, uh, no Baylor Romney. I, I was wondering where you were going there. Well, I was thought you were like talking about his parents because remember last oh, week I yeah. called him by the wrong name. Whoops, that happens. That does, and it's he's got a brother on the team. You know, it's easy to, to get confused. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna have the Not Sports Port coming up next. We are live uh, today from Bullfrog Spas, just west off I-15. Take the uh, 288 uh, Bluffdale exit, just head west, and you're going to run right into us. We have one pair of tickets to give away, we'll Gordon, right here. to the Ford Fan Zone. The all-you-can-eat tickets. Now, Thanks, folks, come in. What do you want them to do? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Maybe, uh, maybe do one of those. Uh, remember those groups that used to do those dances? What was that called? What are you talking about? You know uh, those Irish dances. Oh, the river the river dance? the river, river dance. dance. Somebody come in and do a river dance and give you two tickets. All right. Is that too much to ask? Well, they don't. What have if to they be, like do their knee or something? They know. don't have to be good at the river dance, no, right? Just come just in and, and attempt, attempt it. it. River dance. What was that guy's name? He made like a Michael zoo. Flaherty or he something. Made like no, a come zoo. on, Lord Michael Flatley. Flatly. Put some respect on it. He, he, I saw, uh, he owned like a castle. He made so much money off that stuff. I've never seen Lord of the Dance. I have seen Riverdance, which is not Michael Flatley. I've seen Riverdance twice, actually. Okay. It's pretty entertaining. All right, next person in who attempts to do the Riverdance, 
uh, you're going to be uh, taking home some tickets or uh, going to the game tonight. So. Got them right here in front of me. Uh, yeah. Come on in. See us uh, just off exit 288. Head west off 515. You're going to get uh, run right into us. River dance. Yeah. That, that came and went, didn't it? Not sports report. I saw it like last year. It's still around. Oh. Not sports report. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. He's Frank Dolce. Frank, it's a real thing. Utah is in the mix for a potential playoff spot. Even if Utah goes through undefeated, beats Oregon, who has, who has also gone through the rest of their season without taking a loss, I think it's not difficult for me, but I think it's going to be difficult for people on the committee to take a one-loss Utah team over a one-loss team of anybody who sits in the top four right now. I think there's a bias. Even if it's Oregon, I, I think that it's really going to be difficult for that committee to pick a one-loss Pac-12 team versus a one-loss any other team that's up there. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from Bullfrog Spas here in Bluffdale, just off exit 288. Head west, you'll run right into us. It's time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online, lhmusedcars.com. Real quick, shout out to Darren. The jazz tickets are gone. He came out here to Bullfrog Spas, Gordon, and he did do a river dance. In fact, I was fairly impressed with with his skills. I know. He said he couldn't do it, and then he did it. And then he did it. So, big uh, enjoy the game, Darren. Said he's taking his daughter. So, yeah. we hope they have a nice Terrific. time. All right, where are we going today, Gordo? All right. Uh, do you know, Jake, that there – you know what the total of student loan debt is right now in the U.S.? I don't want to know. I what would you guess? I bet it's ludicrous. $1.52 trillion. Oh, man. The only debt that is greater than that in the U.S. is for mortgage, house home mortgages. Right. which makes sense. And I saw this story. By the way, Utah, according to this map I have in front of me, Utah ranks first in lowest average debt. Well, that's good news for us, but I guess. But you know what it is? It's $19,742. And then you have other states like well, California, for instance, California, its average debt is 22530 Anyway, you get the point. And we know a lot of people who this affects. Yeah, me. <laughs> Your attorney wife? Right. We're, we're, we're going to be paying that off for a while. Yes. Well, I saw this story that said that 39% of people who were surveyed said they would spend a week in jail to wipe out their student debt. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Only a week? Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah. Yes. 100%. But have yes. you ever spent a week in jail? Nope. But you know what? I'd give it a go. Would you really? If it meant getting out from under that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, 100% yes. I think you might be underestimating how painful jail might be. I'm now, sure it's Unless horrible. you go to the one jail that we got the ratings on, and they said... They, they were uh, three stars. <laughs> how bad could it be? <laughs> uh, but I, I, do, we, do we have that, Austin? I, that, 
I love the way you you, you uh, framed that all up. It, uh, we'll we'll hear it in sounds of the week. Yeah, anyway, around right around the corner. I, I don't think that being in jail for a week would be uh, a luxury cruise of any kind. You know, but. But think, uh, can you imagine, uh, that would be painful, right, I, I suppose. But you know the pain of writing that check every month? That's painful. How many years is it going to take? Well, I don't know. We're, we're trying to get aggressive with it. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, good for you. We're tightening the belt. Get rid of Trying that. to get out from under but it. But here's so the I thing. Don't know. People are trying to improve their lives, right? They're trying to get an education. They're well, trying, trying to do something positive in their life. And next thing you know, they're $100,000 in debt. And and for the foreseeable future will be yeah wow. it's it's awful anyway all right well I th- I thought that but was... yes five days in jail to to get rid of that <laughs> oh uh-huh. seven yeah a week would be seven, seven. excuse me seven bring the two extra days <laughs> I want to see it. you I'm doing it. I want to see you in jail for a full week I don't think you would be I, 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 I happy keep, about I that. I could keep my head down. Uh, joining us now, uh, Dan from Bullfrog Spas. Uh, we are out here at their Bluffdale location. Just jump off uh, two eight, exit 288 see, off 515 and head west. See, the good thing about Dan is he's not going to, even if you don't want to pay cash, you want to go on a, on a payment plan, it's not going to be painful to do. No, unlike it's, student it's loans. Oh, actually. I'm going to make it I'm gonna make it really easy for you here, Jake. So uh, if, if call, call the Salt Lake County Jail, you can find them on the Google. Yeah. Three stars. <laughs> And two nights, three days, two nights, I will put a brand new Bullfrog Spa A9L in your backyard if you can arrange a three-day, two-night stay in the Salt Lake County Jail. In jail? Wow, I wonder if we could pull this off. Because that'd be pretty sweet. I, I told you. That, now that might be worth it. I, I told you <laughs> earlier that uh, that the, the discussions have been had in my house. My wife already has a spot picked out for it. So there's, you know, she. So I need to call her. And so it, she would probably say, yeah, you can go ahead and uh, have them for those three, uh, three right. days. Let's get that going. Wait, this kind of scares me. How do, you, I mean, do you have to break the law to, to get this done? Oh, yeah. Do I have something on my record, Dan? Or is this just a just You can get it expunged, I'm, maybe. I'm, I'm pre- yeah, I am. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Kurt Thomas could figure this out for us. He'll, he'll make it work. <laughs> if anybody could, it would be. Oh, this yeah. would. Oh, this is gold. We'd have a sponsorship going right? with, the, with the county we'll jail. Put a, we'll put a big banner or logo out front across the front of the jail. See, the Man, great thing. The great thing. Great. The great thing about this is you could come back and then scare our listeners straight. You know, yeah, this is sounding from your hot tub. But yeah, yeah I mean, exactly right. Is I, this a big problem with your listeners? <laughs> do, we, do they need to be scared? I don't. I, I don't yeah, that's not a, that I'm aware that's of. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, is that, is I didn't that mean what to insult anybody. <laughs> uh, but no, this is uh, Dan. You you uh, you're just back from a big show in New Orleans. You know, you're launching the new 2020 models, and we talked about this. You got to make room, and that just means our listeners benefit. That's right. Yeah, you know, as as our business, both. Spas continues to grow. Uh, we we've got a bunch of things going on. We've just introduced new product, which means that uh, any 2019 product that is remaining for the next little while here, we need to discount it and uh, find a a great Utah backyard for it. So we're clearing out our warehouses for that reason. Plus, we're building a new manufacturing plant out in Harriman that will be in uh, first quarter next year. Oh, wow. It's coming up quick. So we've got lots of reasons to, uh, to, to clear out any excess inventory we have. So we have 2019 models. We have some scratch and dents. We have some refurbished models you'll save up to $3,500 during this three-day sale so it started yesterday yesterday today tomorrow 
So we'll be here till 7 o'clock tonight here at our Bluffdale location or, or any location up and down the Wasatch Front or until 5 o'clock tomorrow on Saturday. Save up to $3,500, uh, 0% for 36 months. And these these spas have full factory warranties. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a fun game. and we, we defy you to find the scratch or the dent, you know. <laughs> right. But uh, you'll get a great deal, and, and it'll be uh, a great addition to your home as as the uh, kind of cool weather rolls in, and, and it really is hot tubbing season. Well, take it from a very satisfied customer. Everything Dan is saying is right on the money, you know. What's your go-to jet pack right now, Gordon? Oh, I like them all. I like them all. And that's the beautiful thing about it, because everyone hits a little different spot, you know. I love it. And I'm not getting paid to say any of this. In fact, I paid to buy the spa, didn't I, yeah. man? Unfortunately, Gordon bought his spa before we ever met. You know? so, <laughs> it's okay, Fortunate man. for us. But, you it, know, it, but it's been worth it. it, right? It has been worth yeah. it, and it's terrific for me. It's terrific for my family. My wife loves it. Everybody loves it. And it is sort of a, a point where the family can gather, and friends. It doesn't matter. Anybody you care about, like spending time with, it is. Uh, Jake... Naz is right, as usual. Uh, well, yeah, Get yourself one of these right. tubs. We look forward to baking you a cake with a file in it. It's going <laughs> to be great. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, if I come out of it with a spa, it couldn't be all bad. That's right. right. Yeah, that, that's right. Exactly. All right, the sale does end tomorrow, so you've got to take advantage of it. Come see us. Just jump off exit 288 uh, off 515 and just head west, and uh, you'll run right into us. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for being here. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hannah. It's what you want. From The Athletic, Mike Uginen. And I'll be honest, if I'm a Pac-12 coach and Urban Meyer takes that USC job, I'm hoping I'm a Pac-12 coach in the North. <laughs> well, you know, it's good for the, I mean. It's good for the league. It's though. good you're for right. the conference. In a, in yeah, a weird but, way, you're right. If USC is your standard bearer, the national perception of the league is much stronger. And that's East Coast bias. Um, I certainly think Oregon and Utah are really good teams. And put them in the SEC or Big Ten or ACC or Big 12. Those teams are going to challenge for the title. I think the perception, though, is when USC is down, the league as a whole is down. So from the national perception standpoint, having USC be really, really good is a great Thing for the Pac-12 Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.